Hi, Joe Doyle here. As a former bricklayer turned property investor, I would not be where I am today if I didn't first learn the art of business. Nowadays, a big part of my life is helping other tradesmen grow their business and create wealth by sharing my knowledge, insights, and experience. Welcome to the Tradesman Survival Guide podcast. All of the strategies discussed in my podcasts are taken directly from my book, The Tradesman Survival Guide, which is available at www.joedoyle.ie forward slash TSG. TSG, of course, being Tradesman Survival Guide. Yeah, so listen, you may as well give yourself a little bit of a plug here from the start and tell the lads who you are and what to do. So my name's Dan Hunter, or Daniel Hunter. Um, I'm the owner of Hunter Garden Care. We're a landscape maintenance business based all around North Dublin. Um, I'm in business a year and probably nine months now. Um, so coming up to two years, this May, it's two years. So it's nearly two years, basically. Um, so we started off just doing small, we started off basically doing small start maintenance gigs. I started on my own three summers ago. Um, now we have two vans on the road and we have two full-time staff. And I'm kind of, I'm only on the tools probably two days a week at this stage, like, because um, I'm that busy doing quotes and chasing leads like brilliant so yeah so all gone well anyway so it's been something i've wanted to do for a long time we've been listening to gary vaynerchuk i'm not sure how you for a long time before i even knew a joe doyle and stuff like that for years and i was listening to richard branson's audio books when i was 17 and 18 like like richard branson really clicked with us like he's dyslexic i'm dyslexic as well like so like from the young age i was always listening to richard branson like i loved like just reading his books and stuff like that um so yeah that's kind of how the journey has started and it's, I feel like it's only starting now really only starting brilliant yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm honoured that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in the same bracket in your headspace as Richard Branson and Gary Vaynerchuk yeah <laughs> yeah I'm I th- going a bit off Gary V like I listened to him for too long and like, I'm just like I'm all Gary V out like I think he's very just... good it's just some of the stuff he's, like, sometimes it he, he can be hard to listen to for an extended period of time can't it Exactly, like so. I was working out on a golf course. I was listening to it for seven, eight hours a day, and I was like, I was like, this is tough, go-. like. But yeah. you were getting like there were snippets that were sticking in the back of my brain, and it has it's like, well, like yeah. since you put us onto Grand Cardone and our seller be sold and all, like it's like it's changed my mindset. Like I'm going into like twice up every job. I'm thinking like this is a massive sale, and I'm meeting the biggest entrepreneur in the world, and I'm only going into price up a garden, and everyone's getting the same treatment. Like yeah, yeah, you're like, bringing your A game. Um, Basically, it make it doesn't make any difference who you are. Everyone's getting treated the same, and it's con- it's literally going in, and it's like, right, this is the biggest sale of our life, Dan. How the fuck are we gonna get this across the line? Like, and it's literally like it's it's sticking in my brain, like it's good, like brilliant. Um, I just a, just a little bit of kind of my version of that. I I figured out Uncle G. I figured out Grant Cardone first before yeah. I figured out Gary Vaynerchuk. So with Cardone, he he was like, just sell it, sell it, sell it. Just ram it down their fucking throat if you know that it's good for them, right? So he's like, one, you know, this is just my version of it. He's like, the American is just push, push, push. If your product is going to improve someone's life, they need to take that from you no matter what. I'm like, okay, so I'll be just following up, following up, following up. And look, it gets you to a certain degree with a certain personality, a certain type of personality, but it's just like, it doesn't work in Ireland. You don't want to be just keep annoying people, stuff like that. So about, oh, we were about probably nine months into our business and i realized look that's not the approach to be taken with with people in ireland um you're better off just having it and basically we had to just kind of put our version of what he he uh what his teaching was you know look that's just 
that's just my kind of inti- now I love Uncle Jay like I'm, I'm the, the biggest fan in the country I learn everything but I just think that there has to be a slightly different packaging for his teachings to Irish people in order for them to be applicable because we don't like rah rah stuff thrown at us all the time you know not at all like that's like I, I, like I done with J1 in the States like in San Diego in California like right. and I, like it's just like they jump on the cheese over there like Anton Cheesy and all they jump, jump on, on it the they cheese. love the loudness like they do like they jump on like they do love it they do but in Ireland it's it's a harder sale like it's like I feel, I feel like not easier but it's easier to become a millionaire in the States than in Ireland people keep saying that yeah and you know what I'd love to have the context of, of knowing if that's true or not you know um, and then I heard it like yeah, it's actually easier in, in Australia as well. Again, I yeah. don't know. I don't know how. Now listen, you know, far away hills are greener. I'm I'm in Ireland. I'm staying here. I ain't playing going anywhere. Exactly. But maybe maybe I get like fifty million, and I'm like right, I'm going away for a year, and then I'll go away for a year to America or Australia. And while I'm there, I'll make me second million. I think I'm waiting to do this years ago. <laughs> Exactly. Make my second fifty. Yeah, make my second. Just 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 see if it's true. Can you do it in the air? <laughs> yeah, yeah, be good crack, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's mad stuff you know so come here dan i just before we jumped onto the call here i just checked a few things um of our records over the last while right and what well, i want to just flag one or two things which if if you don't mind yeah um yeah, so i just looked at our make or break right and obviously our, our make or break system is the backbone of any business right so yeah. i'm looking on here right and Right, we've got our make or break sheet, so we know exactly how much you need to charge per day, per hour, per man in order to hit your magical 500 euros profit, right? And yeah. we can see now that your total hourly overhead per staff member is 4 euro 46, right? That's great. That That's done, right? But the next stage, which is the, the whiteboard on the wall, which we've got a page on our shared document here as well, right? I'm noticing that it's not getting updated as frequently as I thought it would have been because I know you, you've got your whiteboard in the office and the whole lot, you know? Yeah. And what I would strongly recommend, because this is this is what's working, right? So I'm yeah. chatting to all the lads that's, that's, that's part of our program, right? And I'm noticing some of them are making more money easier than others. And the common denominator for the guys who are making the money, who are consistently hitting their 500 euros a day is the use of of the make or break board i was chatting to a guy there last week i won't actually say his name because he's kind of a private guy he probably won't like me saying it but he said to me since i started with you i haven't missed one week on that make or break board and i think he i think he's he's got about 150 grand bang to us we're not bang to us bang to him like so he's actually finished he's finished his second year with us right so he didn't it took him the full year to get his head around it the first time around and I'm just giving round numbers. He he banked about an extra fifty k, but in the second exactly. year he's banked an extra hundred k, right? So, but oh, it's we're... it's down to the em- embracing of this, right? So what I want you to do, if you don't mind, right? Yeah. You've got your board, your whiteboard, and that's in your office or over your desk or over your kitchen table, whatever it is, right? And you're using that fairly frequently, yeah. Yeah, every day, yeah. Right. So when before you wipe that off, yeah, I want you to put it on to the make or break sheet on our shared document. So on the make or break board, the, the sheet yeah. that is for the make or break board, and I can look sh- in and we can see trends then. Does that make sense? Exactly, the shared make or break, yeah. Last friends, it was good. Like, probably the last three or four weeks, I just got so busy, I was looking for staff and stuff. There's no excuse, but I'm doing yeah. it on the board, but you're right, just just go from the board straight onto the laptop and it's there. Like it's Before you wipe it off, 
exactly and yeah. it only takes an extra five minutes and that did foxed off and it's there like the records are there then yes because right now i i'm not seeing how the last couple of weeks were for you because there's only one week filled in on this right um yeah. but if you put it in there now the other th- the other flip side of it is like well why don't we just put it straight on the laptop i don't know why but it just doesn't work as well unless you're putting it on the board where you're seeing it every day it's nearly like anybody comes into your house or your office what's that for and you tell them and then they're looking at it when they come in it's more accountable you know hmm. so no, i agree with you like i have like i have my goals board set up in my bedroom and when i wake up every morning like i'm falling asleep and i'm seeing these targets on the yes. board like yes. and it's just like it's in my head so yeah. like i visual like i actually am visual i'm a big visualizer like i know like some people don't agree with it but i do look at like i visualize stuff with the business already like i've visualized a few steps ahead or whatever like i'm Brilliant. doing that already in the back of my head like i've listened to podcasts with philly mcmahon and all and he, he's big into it like so I've like I do that. I visualize. So I'm seeing it. Oh yeah, I am doing the bars. But you're right. I just have to put the make or break board yeah. into action. So onto onto the shared make or break document. So it's just so it's just there more more consistency. Like yeah, and and see that just I I don't know a lot about that vis- visualization other than I know it fucking works right. And hmm. you hear people talking about like my my biggest problem is I can't stay still. Yeah. Yeah, that's my that is the biggest challenge in my life. I can't stay still, right? Um, so today is Tuesday. I Tuesday. didn't I didn't go for a run yesterday, and I didn't go for a run Sunday, right? And right. I swear to God, like I was actually stressed out of my head last night. So this morning I went out, got my run on. I'm just like, what's all the stress about? Why was I so worked up last night? But it's just that I missed the run, right? So when I hear people talking about meditation and different things like that, it just doesn't appeal to me. But I was actually. I'll tell you a little trick. This is what I'm saying to you, where I've learned how to do this kind of visualization thing. But uh, David Willoughby pointed out to me that um, he said meditation can be different things to different people. So I I just go for a run, and sometimes I look back and I like, wow, did I even did I even did I even run down there? Like it's just you're you're in this little daydream, or you'd be listening to some audio, and I'd be listening to the audio, but I wouldn't hear it. And I can't exactly. really listen. That's because I'm just in this little pure deep relaxation mode, and it's brilliant. So for me, my meditation is when I'm running. And I'm as chilled out, and I do my running for my mind, not really for my body, um, and it works. But what actually uh, helped me with the visualization was when I can't sleep at night. Mm. So I'd be going around the house saying, oh, I can't sleep now, I'm not going to be able to go to bed. And you'd be just staying up late, and then it's harder to go up the next morning. So now I'm like, I'm just going to do a 30 minute visualization. And I don't know whether it lasts for five minutes or two hours, but I'm just sitting there imagining stuff like just, you know, exactly. really deep. It's all it's all money related to be honest, you know. <laughs> it's all exactly. keys on the board. I know it's that as well. If I'm up doing numbers late, so like obviously I'm, I'm on the tills and I'm doing work in the evenings, but I love doing like people don't like doing the stuff in the evenings, but I know it's paying off, it's made it's grown my business from doing chasing people in the evenings and stuff like that. So I've noticed the last say month I've been sending quotes on a Friday evening around ten o'clock, like, and I've been get everyone I've been sending at that time on a Friday evening. I've been getting the job, and and two people actually said it to us. They were like, "You really want to work, don't you? You're working late on a Friday evening." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, definitely. I was like, I'm going to do this forever now. I'm going to work every Friday evening, like, <laughs> so yeah. like it's, it's like people are just seeing you're hungry for it, like, but like yeah. I, I I done the Wim Hof. Remember, he's telling me I done the Wim Hof before Christmas. Yes, the Wim Hof breathing method. And I do that. I do the the, the ice bath of an ice bath, the cold showers, like, and that's really like that's changed my mindset. Something awful, like it's just like 
they say do something that scares the shit out of you every day and every day you have a cold experience either an ice bath or a cold shower it's like you just don't want to do it like it's the one thing you don't ever want to do and you like you just feel a million dollars after it like but i have that many cold showers i just call them showers now to the point where i actually stop talking about them which is mad because just it's just part of my routine run straight into a shower and today now was the best cold shower i had in a long time it was just it would oh, when i went out for a run the boards were singing the lads were cutting the grass around the place the sun was shining just on 6k back in the door cold shower and i'm like this is amazing and you're just you're just you're just in a good form when you leave there you know there's nothing there's nothing better than it like i'm out exercise like i'm big into the gym or like I'm, i've got into running since lockdown like i've done a 10k on sunday and yesterday last night like i got Good in night. late last night and i went for a 10k it was nine o'clock at night i got in late from work and i had no energy i just didn't want to do it and i put in the headphones went for a 10k and i was playing games with myself i was like i remember i, was, I heard your voice joe doyle said it's like meditation when you're running <laughs> Brilliant. so i was running so i was running and i was like i was like this is getting hard like in your head you want to stop and i was like no dan you can't stop was like if you stop now i won't push you more mentally like yeah. mentally with the business and stuff and like i boxed the 10k off like and it wasn't anything like it wasn't a fast pace last night because it was just wrecked i was but we felt a mi- literally a million dollars after it as well like I, I don't think the pace has much got to do with it um in comparison to just getting it done you know exactly yeah. and like even i i was always doing the minimum run i would do would be a 10k run yeah but then then i start doing uh longer runs between 20s and 30s and all that sort of stuff right and people think oh geez look at this fella he's out doing 50k today 50k is actually not five times harder to do than a 10k like it's it's actually not um you just get used to it but when the missus was pregnant i didn't like being left towards the end of the pregnancy i didn't like being gone out of the house for for too long so i just start doing these 5ks and i'll tell you now like if you start applying yourself to a five kilometer run like they're actually harder than long runs because you start yeah. trying to get faster and faster and faster, you know. And I think they're better to get you in shape then as well as the fast short runs as opposed to the longer runs. It's the interval training like it is. It's, it's more marathon training. The interval sort of quick, like quick, quicker pace training and obviously yeah. brings your heart right, right up quicker in a shorter space of time. Like Yeah, it's, it's much better I find, you know. Now, look, my, my go-to was kind of a, a, a 10. Just normally I'd do a 10, but... Uh, when I when I'm just in the mornings now before I walk five or six k works absolutely perfectly for me because anybody can squeeze twenty five minutes no matter how late you are for something you can squeeze twenty five minutes exactly exactly like that's it I kind of I do I'd always stretch before I leave the house I'd stretch shower out the door and it feels like it's just like no matter what challenges are coming at us lately like since I've been doing that sort of stuff it's like I'm actually not liking but like when something kind of goes wrong I'm kind of I am enjoying it a bit like it sounds a bit weird because I like because I jump straight in at the deep end and I just want to solve it and get it resolved or whatever you know what I mean like but it would have never used to be like that I'd always want to like be the opposite like oh yeah man the, the more challenges you can get the better you get it get as many failures under your belt as quickly as possible yeah that's what I'll be saying. Now, listen, I've got my failures done. They're done. I'm finished with them. I'm not going back there, you know. But uh, even there, how my mind kind of looks on these things is that I was actually I was down in the office here on Sunday and uh, my, my buddy was here with me and we we're looking at just doing some further walk to the studio. We actually were getting the ceiling soundproof and stuff like that. And uh, he was talking about get this done and that done. Whereas my head was like, right, I know what I want the end thing to look like. But right now I can't 
visualize what the middle part is like so i'm like right just that yeah. get, because i know it's not going to be right so i'm like right where do i want to be i want to be at that point at that time whether that's a big th- a big thing i'm talking about or a small thing if i'm talking about you know to get my 100 million quid i want to be there at this point in time or if i'm talking about like you know i want to get this job done today i want to get it done by that point in time i know that there's going to be loads of little failures along the way so i don't really i don't really sweat about them i just get on with them and we'll figure it out as we go if that makes sense once you once you're not trying to figure out your target as you go i think you're all right pin down your target and uh figure out how you do it as you go yeah that sounds good that sounds really good to us in all fairness but anyways let's let's dive back in here for for a little chat just about specifics of the business right so what is the biggest challenge for yourself right now at the moment trying to keep as many people happy like tell like our time frame is june at this stage um it's not even that far away like it isn't um and like people are just people want to know sort of thing but i'm trying to i'm always trying to sell them why it's nearly wait like i'm trying to come at them from a different perspective like say someone wants to lay a lawn like so there's loads of lawns that are getting laid at the moment like for the summer like so everyone's spending money in their garden this year it's the year to be outside like so um so basically i'm telling people like if you wait till may or mid-may the soil temperatures will have increased increased and, and the grass will grow quicker and we don't know what way april like april can be a bit of a touch and go month we don't know what way it's going to go like they're saying there's snow this weekend so it's because you hang on till may the soil, the soil temperatures will have increased and the plants will grow a lot quicker so you get better results like so i'm telling that to people because we're so far like to basically say like why we'll get them which it is it is true but, is like, that 100 percent true is it yeah, like it makes like it like we but just don't like, say well, it unless it's true, man. You know. Yeah, no, we'd be laying turf the whole time in the winter, like, and it's just longer, like it's knitting in. But like, if it is true, like if you if the soil temperatures are starting to increase now, and it's going to um, it's going to um, basically they, the, the, the the turf will grow quicker, like in the summertime. So like they say April showers and stuff like that. So like last week we laid a lawn and we had to wait three weeks because the ground was so wet. So like this time of year it is a bit hard to know if the ground like it could like we could get a washout in April and the ground is soaking wet and you've allowed that work planned for then and then you're 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 not snooping you can change things around but you're pushing people out further if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, but okay. So you're you're just you're just letting them know the truth. Yeah, no, it is like it's not. It's definitely not a bluff, like or whatever. It's, it is the yeah. truth, like um, with like just because I got I got a bit caught out there two weeks ago. We done our first lawn job of the year, like it's they're only two or three day jobs, like they're in out. Then you can do your maintenance the rest of the week, like. But um, we got caught out, and the ground was wet for two and a half, three weeks, like so I couldn't finish that job for three weeks, sort of thing, like. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, and and that would have been somebody pissed off then that the job started and wasn't finished for three weeks. So it's yeah, working to your yeah. favor, yeah. Yeah, kind of like after that, I said I'll kind. I think I should wait maybe till later on in, in, when the season starts, when the soil temperatures do do increase, and hopefully the rainfall uh, drops a bit as well. There's not a huge amount that's wrong, anyway. Yeah, and did you did you say the snow predicted? They're saying that this weekend. Yeah, like there's like so you just don't know what snow happen, in like, like so it's going to be snow in April. They, yeah, they said that like the, the long term weather forecast is saying that. But like last week, they said a, a big storm was meant to hit, and it didn't really. Like so, you just you just have to play it by ear. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to take a chance. At Jesus Christ, Dan, you're right. I'm looking at it here. I'm looking at it. There's a fifty percent snow, fifty and sixty percent chance of snow on Monday and Tuesday. There you go, like so. That's like I'm not saying I didn't believe you, but I just did find that hard to believe. I thought it was a little bit too convenient for yourself. Oh my no, god. It, 
like so that's it like I like I was saying to the lads that work for us I feel like we've had a very mild winter so I was I've been saying like I'm not a weather a weather expert but when you work outside for a certain amount of years you kind of do get to, to know what it's like and I was saying to the lads I was like I'm predicting a really bad April I was saying to them um, or hopefully not like fingers crossed not but I was saying to them I'm expecting the weather to be a bit, a bit, a bit shitty in April like Jeez, yeah, we'll see what happens. Come here, let, let me let me let you in on a little secret here. What? Well, it's not a secret, but let me let you in on something that yeah. I've noticed over the last while, right? And again, this is down to the environment, right? So the environment now, and, and I'm talking about the business environment for the small business owner. The small, the, the business environment was full of uncertainty. No, sorry, not small business owner, but the, the tradesman, right? Which is me, mm. you, and... And all the guys in the in our program, right? The tradesman's working environment, right? It's like because it, it's changing all the time, right? There was an amount of uncertainty in the forced lockdown, yeah, yeah. And everybody was nervous, and then the second lockdown came around and it eliminated pubs, it eliminated uh, holidays, and it eliminated pretty much. Any going out event, restaurants, all that sort of job. It, it eliminated any social uh, social aspect, right? So there's all this pot of money built up now that people are going to either buy a brand new car, which they can't go outside five kilometers, or they're going to do up their house, in which case now the weather is going to be good, hopefully, so they'll be plowing all the money into that. Yeah, because summer holidays are off the cards for most people now, yeah? Exactly. I am hearing more and more and more people saying, I'm absolutely flat out. I'm absolutely flat out. And more people are telling us that they can't do what needs to be done on the business side of things because they're flat out working. Yeah. Now, that is a very, very dangerous position to be in. Like, I, I actually, I, I have a little list where I write my Facebook posts and then I post them when I get a chance or when, it, when the time is right. And I wrote a post saying, I can notice a difference in the enthusiasm in people's voice when the topic turns from how busy they are in their business to how profitable they are. Mm. And I've noticed that in the last six weeks, say, even with the lockdown, people are saying they're very, very busy, but they are not very, very profitable. And that's that's going to be like a repeat of the last time from 2000. So you weren't in business in 2007, like, but, you know, from 2004, 5, 6, 7, everybody was absolutely flat to the mat. And then when the music stopped, they had nothing to show for it. And the reason yeah. for that is they were focused their energy on being busy rather than focusing their energy on being profitable. So exactly. what, what I need you to do, and I want all of our lads to do, and you're going to hear me saying yeah. this more and more in the sessions, you need to be more regimental about the numbers. 100%. Because there's a lot of people are going to get caught, out guard, caught off guard. Because what's going to happen now is, I'm, I'm not predicting like a, a downturn or anything like that because we don't know what's around the corner if there's one gonna come it'll come and if there's not it won't simple as that right mm. but if there's no downturn you're gonna be just like yeah sure everything's grand everything's grand and rather than you taking you know 650 quid away wages a week you'll end up taking 850 or nine and you'll be a little bit more freer with the money on that end but you will not have anything to show for it because you're not building your business you're just building you're just being busy and you're just working to get your wage and to pay the bills. And that to me is like a major, major red flag for so many business owners out there right now that they they think everything is grand, but it's not. 
Mm. Because they're just focused. They because they're like they were thinking, oh, we're going to go into a recession, and we didn't say so far, anyways. So they're like, oh, just that's grand. Like you know, I'm busy. Are you? But are you profitable? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got like forty grand in the bank. Okay, how long did it take you to get that? Oh, Jesus, ten years. Okay, so you're saving four grand a year. No, no, I'm not. I'm saving more. I was like, well, you've only got forty grand for ten years, so that's four four grand a year in my eyes. Oh, jeez, mm. when you put it like that, and you just you need people to to reframe it in their mind because it's it, it's it's become apparent big time to me in the last two months that people keep saying that. Yeah, you know, so just be aware of that. I'm, I'm wait. Have no, you... definitely. Thanks, thanks for the advice. Definitely, a hundred percent. Like, uh, you're def- like people. It sounds like boy, what you're saying. People are completely winging it. Like, they're just they're just flying. There's money coming in. There's money going out, but they're not left with anything at the end exactly and they don't months. care because there's more money coming in there's money flowing through the business but it's not and they're not focusing on it they're focusing yeah. on how much money they're getting on the weekend and in the wage and so the way to protect yourself against that is to hit the milestones like what we have so you know exactly. our, our next milestone comes up now in another nine or ten days and the, what number are you on our board dan on our beast board uh 28 is it let me have a look here now uh, Dan Hunter, twenty-eight. Yes, you're number twenty-eight out of hundred, and you are a beast. You've got a leopard on the board there. Yeah, so people have been asking me. People have been asking me. Actually, it was another gardener who named it the Beast Board, but people have been asking me about the Beast Board. And uh, the Beast Board's a great name. It is a great name, isn't it? So what? What just for the, anyone that doesn't know? So the crack there is, um, my mission for twenty twenty one is to help one hundred people like Dan get a hundred thousand euros in their bank account. And that's not hundred thousand euros worth of business. That's a hundred grand profit. So we've divided that down into a couple of milestone dates. And every time somebody hits a date, hits a milestone, they get a little sticker. It's like like we used to get in school. They get a beast. So uh, Dan has a leopard. Um, few people have rhinos and tigers and all that. There's one dude got a got a an ostrich because we ran out of other beasts, you know. But uh, <laughs> but they're there. <laughs> But uh, that it's, was Stefan, the other gardener that was saying, "Call it the beast board." Wasn't yeah, Stefan, you know Stefan, your legend from Alligator Landscapes. He came up and said the beast board. Like, what a name! What a name! You know, um, but uh, it's actually great, and I'm love looking at it now. So I can't wait for the next one to see how many more people are uh, are going to hit their targets. You know, and it's it'll, it'll be a good buzz now at Christmas when everybody's like, "Yeah, I got a hundred grand in the bank. I got a hundred grand in the bank. Well, an extra hundred grand in the bank." You know, exactly. Changing people's lives, like yeah, hundred percent, you know. But that's the only thing that I can say to yourself, there, Dan, is just beware yeah. of being busy because I, I'm, I'm fairly clued into your business now, um, and where I'm not clued in is exactly what the numbers were for the last few weeks. So I've said that to yourself now. So the next time we're chatting, you will have a handle on that, yeah. Um, and just don't use the bench. Don't use being busy as the benchmark. Use exactly. being profitable. Exactly, it can be a busy fuel and running around like a blue arse fly and you're just being a busy fuel at the end of the day. Like. Yeah, and you know what? That's probably the extreme version of it, being a busy fuel, right? But just not quite at the end of being a busy fuel. Just pull it back a little bit away from that and just fill in your numbers and check how much more money are you worth this week than you were last week. Exactly. It's as simple as that. And the magic number is 500 a day, 500 a day, 500 a day, you know? 
and numbers don't lie everything's back to numbers at the end of the day like as I said anyone can like doing the sales and that sort of stuff is the easy thing but knowing your numbers knowing exactly that you have to be hitting your daily targets is it's key like it's, it's that's how you're growing your business it's not how busy you're right like it's not how busy you are or how many how big of a pipeline you have it's your numbers that, is, that your numbers are hitting and if they're not hitting we'll sit down and we have a chat and we realise why they're not hitting yeah, and that's why like I, I have this system where I get the lads to do their numbers every day. Like every one of our lads know how much money they've made at the end of every day. Simple as that. You know, and if they don't, it's not because of uh, anything other than they just didn't use the tools that were available for them. It's it's as simple as that, you know. Dan, is there any other questions you need to ask us here before I get you to give yourself a little plug there one more time and, and uh, we'll we'll wrap it up then? I don't think so, John. We'll just have to meet up for a run one day. That's about it. Yeah, let's let's do I it, know. man. Yeah, we we should definitely yeah, do that. When, when the restrictions ease, one Sunday or whatever, I'm now kind of doing Sunday runs or whatever. We get a nice ten k in or whatever. Yeah, or you can even let's do it. You're, you're in a more glamorous part of the city, so I'll probably go out that way to you. You know. <laughs> right, savage that. stuff, my friend Dan. Pleasure chatting today. Fair play and all you've done, but just do me that favor and just update that make or break so I can keep an eye on it for you. Will you please? Thanks, Ben John. I'll talk to you soon. Cheers, my man. Thank you. See you at the top. Bye-bye. Okay, guys. So that was Dan Hunter. Absolute legend of a man there from Hunter Garden Care out in Malahide. Got to know Dan a while ago there. And he's a good guy. And it's great that I can have a little bit of input into his business because we will definitely have a positive impact for himself. For on, on, We will definitely have a positive impact on his business, which will have a positive impact for himself and his son. Uh, yeah so guys the whole thing is look you need to be aiming for 500 euro absolute clear profit per day that is the magic word that that is the magic number 500 euro absolute clear profit per day if you don't believe you can hit that that's fine if you're making 200 quid a day and you don't believe you can hit 500 that's fine just talk to me and we'll even if we can increase your belief from 200 a day to 300 a day once we increase your belief we can then increase the profits after that and if you can get you from 200 to 3 and then 300 to 450 and 400 listen so many people don't believe that you can make 500 quid a day and then they sit down they talk to me and 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 their life improves after a while but everything starts with a target and the belief that you can hit that target i suppose even even if you don't have the belief that you can hit the target just have the willingness to try and hit it and just see the magic that happens you know so uh, guys thanks a mil for uh, tuning in today and uh, i will see you all at the top so folks that concludes another episode of the tradesman survival guide podcast don't forget that all of the tactics and strategies discussed in today's podcast are from my book the tradesman survival guide which is available to buy online at www.joedoyle.ie forward slash tsg tsg being of course short for the tradesman survival guide